Hello friends, welcome to Quiet on Purpose. I'm Heather Lawrence, and you're listening to episode number 26. This podcast is all about learning to sit quietly in the presence of God and our own soul. We're here to gently pursue the practice of listening to God, to what He might want to reveal to us about our souls, and the invitation He might be extending to us in light of what we see. We want to lean in, listen closely, and respond to Him, knowing that the One who loves us will also take gentle care of us as we trust and follow Him. My hope is that these few minutes together today might be a sweet time of pause in our often hurried and noisy lives. Today's scripture is Mark chapter 2, verse 17. Healthy people don't need a doctor, sick people do. I have come to call not those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners. This is the word of the Lord. It is absolutely true and given to us in love. Thanks be to God. Have you ever known or perhaps been someone who refuses to go see a doctor when they're sick or injured? I feel like we most often attribute this behavior to men for some reason, but I have to admit I'm definitely guilty of this. I know that for some reason I think admitting that I'm in pain or not feeling well is a sign of weakness, or sometimes it's just that whatever it is seems inconsequential and not worth getting checked out. The most ridiculous example for me personally is one day I came home from a run and on my way to the outdoor area where I would usually do my stretching, my left side suddenly went numb. My left leg felt like it had a cinder block tied to my foot and my left arm was completely useless. I also suddenly felt very sleepy And I considered lying down, but when I looked down at the ground, it seemed to be coming up to meet me very quickly. So instead, I just clung to a nearby window frame, wondering what in the world was happening to me. I remember thinking to myself, this can't be good. Is this what a heart attack feels like? Eventually, the feeling in my limbs returned well enough that I could walk. So I continued to my backyard where... I foolishly thought I would just go ahead and do that post-run stretching that I was planning on. However, at this point, I was also suffering a massive headache, and I couldn't think or see very clearly, so I decided to go inside and get myself a coconut water. When I went inside, my 19-year-old daughter was there, and she took one look at me and knew instantly that something was wrong, and all I could say to her was, I don't know, something really weird just happened. Still, I insisted that I needed to shower and get ready for work. She, however, wisely insisted that I sit down and wait for my husband to return home. Ultimately, they were both able to convince me to go to the urgent care just to be on the safe side. Of course, at the urgent care, they informed me that the symptoms I was describing were stroke symptoms and that I needed to get myself to the ER immediately. If my husband hadn't been with me, they were going to call an ambulance. Well, sure enough, when I got to the ER, they did some tests and discovered I had had a stroke. 
And there I was thinking I could just shower, take some Advil, and get myself to work. How foolish I had been. Thank the Lord for my wise, patient, but insistent family members who got me the care that I needed. And side note, today I am completely fine. I praise the Lord that I had absolutely no long-term effects from the stroke. And ultimately, it allowed the doctors to discover a tiny little hole in my heart, which has since been corrected. So all is well on the health front for me. This scenario, however, makes me think of what was going on in our verse today. When Jesus said these words, healthy people don't need a doctor, sick people do, the context for his comment is that the religious leaders were upset with him because he was spending all his time with tax collectors and sinners, people they saw as completely unworthy of their time and attention. How could Jesus stand to be with such repulsive people? The religious elite thought Jesus should prefer to hang out with them. They were the righteous ones. But the whole essence of Jesus' message, the driving purpose of his ministry, was to bring the good news of God's forgiveness to people who needed forgiveness from God. The religious elite were proud of themselves for following all the laws and all their other good behavior, and they simply didn't see that they were in the middle of suffering a stroke and in need of a doctor. It's easy for us to be guilty of the same thing. We might be brought up with good morals. We might compare ourselves to the next person and think, we're doing all right. I mean, after all, I'm not like him, right? But the thing is, unless we see our own failings, our own weaknesses, our own sins for exactly what they are, a sign of our utter depravity, we will never see that we need the good news of Jesus. Jesus didn't come to call those of us who think we are righteous, but those of us who know we are sinners. The good news of the gospel is that God sent Jesus to make a way for us to be in relationship with himself because we were completely incapable of doing that on our own. Friends, we are all sick and in need of a doctor, but the doctor can't help us if we don't go see him. The good news about Jesus is only good news if we realize how desperately we need what only he can do, heal our sin sickness. When was the last time you took a look at your own heart and cried out to him, Jesus, have mercy on me, a sinner? Before we begin our time of purposeful quiet today, take a minute, get your body comfortable, close your eyes, take a deep breath, and become aware of God's loving presence with you right now. This is my prayer today for you and for me. Lord God, thank you for your patience with us. We tend to be so impressed with our own selves that we struggle to see how desperately we need a Savior. We often neglect to take a close look at our hearts and acknowledge the pride, the selfishness, the motives that lead us to do even the good things we do. 
Lord, I pray that today you might gently but clearly show each one of us the sin in our hearts that is keeping us from turning to you, the only one who can heal it. Please help us to acknowledge our need for your saving grace. Help us to turn with humility and say, Jesus, have mercy on me, a sinner. Over the next few minutes, I'm going to give you some time to consider. Have you ever acknowledged to God that you are a sinner in need of saving? Have you ever thanked him for sending Jesus to provide this salvation for you? If not, would you take a minute to do that now? Or perhaps you have done that, but recently you've been living as though you've got things under control and you've forgotten to acknowledge that even now, as far as you've come, you still desperately need his grace. Ask him now to reveal the sins in your life that he wants to deal with today. Jesus, 
Thank you for your faithfulness to reveal our sins to us and the gentleness you use when you do it. You are so kind. Please continue to draw our hearts close to you so that we are ever aware that we are precisely the ones you came to save. And in our gratitude, help us to repent of our sins day after day so that we can remain in close relationship with you. Amen. Once again, I am honored that you would choose to spend some of your precious time with me here. Thank you. As always, the questions from today's episode are in the show notes if you ever want to refer back to them. If you acknowledged for the first time today that you are a sinner in need of a Savior and you asked Jesus to forgive you, I'd love to encourage you to let someone know, let me know. I'd love to help you get connected to some resources that can help you grow in your new relationship with God. There's a link in the show notes today so that you can reach out to me. I hope you'll join me again for the next episode and that along the way, we'll both learn what it looks like and how we benefit when we're quiet on purpose. Until then, take a few minutes, take a deep breath, get quiet on purpose, and enjoy God's presence with you, my friends. He loves you so much.